Turn it up. From the YBA Phoenix Fitness 24-7 basketball facility in Rockland, California, it's Coach's Rise Time with Coach C. Collins. It's start. Three, two, one. Coach's Rise Time. Hey, how you doing? You back. Uh, Coach's Rise Time. Talk a little bit of basketball. Obviously, I give my uh, take on some topics on what's going on. Thank you for listening. Thank you for checking it out. Uh, whether you're on the audio side, the YouTube side, appreciate you being here, taking the time to check me out. Um, thanks for uh, taking the time to watch. If you're ghost watching, that's fine as well. Just enjoy the show. Hopefully, I give you some tidbits you like. Um, either way, hit that like, subscribe button. Appreciate you helping me out. My sponsors are uh, will be in the links in the description and some of the things I talk about in these topics. Today's topic, getting right to it, um, I... I wanted to discuss how much should a kid really train? Like how much should he train and practice, right? Uh, the, the average, you know, talking about just high school in general, the average uh, high school practice is, you know, five to six days a week, two hours at a time. And obviously in college, especially D1s, that can be much more. It can be, you know, uh, four hours in a day, six hours in a day at times. Typically doesn't drag on like that into season, but for sure, uh you know, in the early, everyone knows, you know, especially athletes, high school athletes, collegiate athletes, pro athletes. Yeah, your uh, summer camps, your uh, conditioning times, your dead periods, all that good stuff. So I get this question asked, like, how often should a kid practice? How often should he train? How many shots should he get up? And I don't necessarily have a one size fits all answer. What I do have is you have to ask yourself, in my opinion, a series of multivariate questions. But before we get into that more, I did want to talk to you about, uh, I went to the golden state game, uh, the first finals game yesterday in Oakland. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, shout out to my boy, uh, Mr. Fab, uh, me and him went to high school together. Uh, saw him there. E 40 was there. Jay Z was there. Barry Bonds was there. Uh, the arena looked amazing. That was actually my first time in the San Francisco um, Chase Arena. You know, I'm I'm an Oakland kid. I always went to the old school one. So, you no, know, really, really cool layout. Great restaurants. Um, just a really cool vibe and feel. Unfortunately, we lost. And get more into that later uh, uh, on another episode because. I don't I can talk about that loss all day and my thoughts on it. What I will say, what I really enjoyed, I was watching Steve Kerr um, and how he interacted with his team and the players. It's so interesting watching coaches work. I was looking at more of the details and things like that rather than chess the game. Uh, it, it, it was very fascinating and, and I was able to learn actually quite a bit just how they interacted, how they talked, the coaching staffs, the length of timeouts, the way the officials moved and communicated uh, very professionally. It, it is definitely you you get the atmosphere of why it's uh, the highest paid basketball atmosphere and, and it's a professional level. It's actually very cool and interesting i wish more i wish we could do more at the grassroots level to simulate at least that level of professionalism but of course it's just you know they have millions of dollars it's a business it's a brand obviously that's just gonna be a totally different animal than what we do here at the grassroots level but it was a phenomenal experience uh my guy carlos uh, uh cardell's dad took me out there you know uh, cardell one of my seventh grade players we just had an amazing time. It was just, it really was a great time and a great experience. I, I definitely am, feel very blessed to have had that opportunity to be a part of a finals 
uh, game in general and let alone in my hometown. I never thought I'd see the Warriors become a dynasty in my lifetime because I've been a fan ever since they sucked. So I'm very grateful for that fact. But just wanted to get all that out the way and move on. So when we think about kids that need to practice, I generally say a rule of thumb. Um, something I found very interesting, Coach Ted told me about this. I can't remember exactly what coach he mentioned that does this. But I, I, I want to say maybe Tom Izzo, but I could be wrong. There was a college coach or it was a college or high school coach that literally would practice the amount of time that would be in the game. So in a high school game, at least in our area, it's uh, seven minute quarters, um, four quarters, obviously. So seven times four, 28. Right. So he would actually only practice 28 minutes. <laughs> 28 minutes uh 28 to maybe 30 minutes obviously there's going to be some brief talking so let's just say 28 on a grace period of 35 and he said why practice all this extra time we don't and funny enough this coach went on to have a lot of success i i don't know if that same coach did that same formula now speaking i'm just saying someone thought outside the box that way you circle that back to how much the kids train and us and, and practice and things how many shots they should get up I don't really have, again, like I said, a definitive answer. These are the three questions I say you ask yourself. The dedication of the athlete, uh, their age, and um, how much can their body take? Uh, the amount of length and time I would have a 26-year-old uh, fresh out of college trying to go to the G League or overseas or even getting ready for, let's say, uh, an NBA uh, combine or you know pro m league yeah i'm gonna say your workout regimen needs to be two to three two to three times in a day two hours to three hours at a at, at a time working different parts whether it be stretching strength athleticism plyometrics um weightlifting swimming and then getting you know hundreds if not damn near to a thousand shots up and and but i'm not going to use that same regimen for a six-year-old that I'm training who's just learning how to dribble and learning how to move and function I might say you only need to spend about an hour a day and that's it the rest of the time just shoot around get comfortable with your body move around things like that so that's my take on it uh if feel free trainers coaches uh people who work with kids on that leave comments tell me if you have something different but that's overall what I would say is my rule of thumb uh ask those three questions and you'll kind of go to the answer from there uh one I also wanted to talk about, uh, there's a YouTuber I really enjoy watching. He makes great documentaries. I'll probably add him in the description. But uh, it's uh, G GM GMX High Roller. And let me, I'm sorry if I'm butchering your name, brother. It's But I do think you do an amazing good job. Uh, GX My High Roller. He um, did a great take after this finals game um, asking, uh, have three-pointers, uh ruined the game and i want to play a little bit of it for you right now i'm going to play it off my phone and you guys can uh you know check it out yourself a little bit um I'll obviously play the clip more so on the youtube side but this is all more for the audio side i want you guys to hear a little bit of his analytics and honestly he he gave me some insight of things i didn't know myself about who invented the three-point shot and the, uh, it's actually perfectly pretty balanced i'm pretty much in agreeing with a lot of what he says i was 
love to maybe do a video reaction or show on what he's doing, but it's actually pretty fascinating. I definitely suggest, highly suggest, um, everybody go check his uh analysis out and i'm gonna play just a little bit right now it's even been people from and i've researched this myself who have mentioned maybe lessening the three-point shot making it a 2.5 point shot so um but i'll play a little bit and you guys uh tell me what you think if a team isn't efficient at shooting threes, then three-pointers won't provide an unfair advantage. If a team is good at shooting threes, they end up getting easier shots from everywhere else on the court, which results in that team being less reliant on the three ball. Regardless of how you get there, it really all boils down to one thing, shot value. For the majority of the last 30 years, the value of an average NBA shot has virtually remained exactly the same. One as in one point per shot attempt. And throughout the last three decades, the average three-point attempt did yield teams a more productive result. Three-pointers on average being worth 1.03 points per shot attempt and two-pointers being worth 0.96 points per shot attempt. This is why many people believe the three-point shot provided an unfair advantage. It is simply too valuable in comparison to two-pointers. And this was the case for a very long time. That is, until the secret got out, teams made adjustments, and this happened. For the first time since the three-pointer was introduced to the NBA, the two-point shot has become just as valuable as the three-pointer. And this season, for the first time ever, the two-point shot actually became more valuable than the three-point shot. Somehow, as the league was in a mad scramble to see who could sink the most threes, they inadvertently turned two-pointers into the most valuable shots in basketball. But let's say we nerfed the three-point shots and made it worth just 2.5 points. Well, then this graph would look like this. And instead of being a weapon teams can use to balance their offense and keep the defense honest, the three-point shot virtually becomes obsolete. The risk of taking it would far outweigh the reward. Abe Saperstein and Ray Meyer, they were right all along. They may not have known it at the time, but they were right. This arbitrarily length shot added to the game 70 years after its inception is somehow right where it needs to be and worth exactly as many points as it should be. So yeah, you guys heard that. You guys heard who the inventor of the three-point shots were. And I definitely suggest you guys check this guy out. He does a phenomenal job on his docuseries uh, analyzing the game. Um, I Shoot, I hope I could work with the man one day because he really does uh, some great stuff. So that's definitely another interesting thing I would love for you guys to comment on. Has the three-point shot and the fascination with it and the love for it, the Steph Curry effect, as you will, has it changed the game to the point where – uh, it's making an unfair advantage or, you know, where teams that are clearly better don't, you know, don't get the um, don't get to dominate like they should, because basically, you know, teams start getting hot from three and it just kind of equals it out or sometimes can even take over a game. It's very interesting to see because that Boston and Golden State game, Boston just hit some huge clutch threes and some big shots, which obviously catapult them. You know, Al Horford uh, definitely was the catalyst in in making that effect take over for the win of that game. So these are just all some interesting topics and things I want to talk about. But the real the real thing I really wanted to get across was, you know, for my suggestion to parents, um, players out there who listen, coaches who are 
might have this question or, you know, just might want a different take on it. Kids should work out, train. In my opinion, at least 30 minutes uh, to two, 30 minutes to hour and a half, two hours at the most a day. And we're talking mainly for the youth side. But obviously, if you're dealing with pro athletes, collegiate athletes, things like that, then it, it varies. But like I said, ask yourself those three questions. I think you'll overall get the answer you're looking for, and it'll it'll probably make sense in that regard. But, you know, it's, it's to each its own. I, I don't have a definitive, yes, do it this way, no, do it this way, yes, do it this way. Um, I will include a link to another YouTube channel that I kind of check out, and he they have some good takes too. It's called a, a Channel Deep Game. Uh, it's another he's another trainer that talks deep analysis of basketball of the game and things like that you guys can check him out and uh you know figure it out for yourselves but i highly suggest every kid just get the hell out there and dribble a ball do something to get better every day and you'll be on the right path as far as where you need to go that's pretty much all it takes for that With that being said, I appreciate you sticking around to the end. Uh, Again, hit that like, subscribe, hit the Patreon if you want to support, and check out the main show about that live podcast. Everybody, uh, you know, be safe, live your life, be happy. Still a lot of craziness going on, unfortunately, shootings and reform to gun laws need to be happening out there, but, you know, just try to protect yourselves. This is why part of the reason why i try to put this information out there because there might be someone out there that needs to hear this you are valuable you are important and you all need to take care of those who are around you and loved ones just be safe do the hbo special help a brother out like share subscribe and um yeah i think i've said my piece for the day and until next time i'm out